I feel like we should what? be covered in trash <laughs> at the end of that. I should be like wind machine and fucking like ah, woo. But it there's something you know. Local teen really did the damn thing. Local teen back at it again. Uh, Bianca. Hi. Hey. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You remember when you said I shouldn't wear a shirt because it was too vulgar, thirst trappy? Yeah. This is the shirt, and it's fine. It shows you how far we've come. <laughs> how far you've come? Uh, you didn't even notice it. I don't even. I've just made my peace with it. I, I look. Anyways. I'm a. I'm a father. <laughs> with a teenage daughter He's like, dad and, let me wear and it i'm like you know what you want an std you're embarrassing yourself out knock yourself out eat my ass yeah uh knock yourself out um and uh look you want to i guess we are running a filth shop i didn't think we were <laughs> but it turns out it's a smut shack by the way the amount of uh, our demographics on in terms of gender, yeah. Do you do you want to guess what they are? Majority male. But wh- what's the majority? Like, give me a percentage. Seventy. Ninety-two percent male. I don't know if I believe that. On YouTube, it is. Oh, Thank well, you, Dem. YouTube. Thanks, Dem. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, look, let's talk about the Earth that we live on, and uh, what how people are responding to it, and what that how that feels. Ready? Somebody made a review of the show, and they said Neil Brennan has feelings, and then and they they call this show a spiritual successor to Three Mics, which uh, I was involved in both projects. Not a spiritual successor <laughs> to Three Mics. In no way is this a spiritual successor to Three Mics. Very Mike. nice. This them. is kind of the opposite of Three Mics. It's Mike. the opposite. Um, it's not well thought out. No, that's the point of it. It's not. Uh, it's just not. In fact, I want to. I'm. I did I tell I don't know if I talked about it. I did a, I had a this I'm so, I don't know I just this is the people I know so I Jay I interviewed Jay Leno like six weeks or I, yeah for a comedy Interview. store documentary okay. they wanted me to talk to Jay right oh yes didn't know him at all I'm a big fan of Jay especially stand up like Jay Leno was the baddest motherfucker on the planet for like four years in the eighties and um and. He was like, he'd seen all my stand-up, like Comedy Central, like all of it. And he was like, I can't believe you're doing a podcast because you seem like the kind of guy, you like to think about things, you like to organize your thoughts, you pick every word, and you go with it. And I was like, Ugh. he's kind of right. You are. Stand-up-wise. Stand-up-wise. I'm very specific. Extremely but, specific. But, and he was surprised I wanted to do a podcast. But those that generation don't understand what podcasting is. They don't understand that. It's about the hang. It's about people are just going on a road trip with us. Yeah, it's like essence. a dump. It's like it's just like dumping uh, yeah. Thoughts. This is not good enough for stand up, but it's still something. Something. It's well, still better than your friends. Your stand up wise, I'm obsessed with your index cards, your notes. Yeah. And if something doesn't work, what two or three times? Two or three times. You never. It got to it's go. Goodbye. It got. You're to go. so efficient. Yeah, that I can understand him if only yeah. knowing you in stand-up. But yeah, be like, well, yeah, you seem like the kind of guy. <laughs> um, I still like that. All right, joke. so let's talk about um, let's talk about the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> Wait, what was your point about that? You were saying you this weekend you just it's surprising that I would want to do a podcast. Interesting, because uh, I'm to your older friends, to my elders, your to el- the elders <laughs> of the game that I would. They don't understand that it's not about that. They're different things. Yeah. 
that and it's not even radio it doesn't they don't they have no people idea. don't want the phoniness of like coming up after the break <laughs> they just don't want that they, they want really to know want what it's like it. to know us yeah um okay and from what i can tell it's pretty amazing hello boing, boing. okay uh so the rainforest um all i'm struck with the rainforest fire right all i can think about is i'm sorry to say this people are so fucking hypocritical and so lazy and so so about appearance and there are ways to help climate change that you can do as an individual you can stop eating meat you can uh you can drive an electric car you can take mass transit you can ride a bike you can buy carbon offsets there are a lot you can you know what the best thing you can do for the environment is don't buy anything so when someone says honestly we don't need i i'm all like people when people come here they're like are you a hoarder no i just feel bad about throwing like here you take it earth right i have three laptops that are dead that are just sitting on my kitchen table because i feel bad (laughs) i don't know what to do with them i i'm like waiting for a solution but they're not even good enough to give away i used to give them away they're not even good good uh good enough to give away i just traded one in yeah um but People are such hypocrites. So there's people eating steak that they got through factory farming or chicken or whatever and going like, I'm really worried about the Amazon. A lot of the Amazon, the clearing of the Amazon a lot of time is for to start cattle farms to fucking feed your fat ass. So stop it. You fuck unless you're doing something. Stop it. And which isn't to say that I'm. Uh, doing, I buy a ton of shit that I don't need. I am vegan. I do drive an electric car. I do uh, do carbon offsets. I try to, you know. But I have friends that are vegan. They buy you. A rich friend of mine buys used suits because he doesn't want to be a part of the 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 waste cycle that we're all locked in. The problem is that. It's really hard to avoid. The waste cycle? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. We're all addicts to this lifestyle. We're all just lifestyle addicts. So yeah. we're, I'm, I, I didn't need to buy a fucking scooter. I didn't need <laughs> you to. You didn't. I didn't at all. Everyone you already have a Tesla. That. I already have a Tesla. I didn't need to buy a scooter. They're electric, but I'm still getting the yeah, electricity electric. from, from a lot of times cold generated plants. I don't have, I wanted to put, um, uh, solar panels on my roof. I couldn't manage it with the homeowners, all that shit. But yeah, yeah. but we're all slaves to this lifestyle. So I'm flying to Japan next week, and it's got, it's bad for the environment. <laughs> it just is. It's all really bad for the environment. And we everything you do is bad for the environment. Having kids horrible. Maybe the worst thing you do for the environment. So it is honestly. Wait, uh, wait, why is that the worst thing? Because you're creating another yeah. person who's just gonna have a. So people do all these things and then go, "Well, my, but the rainforest. Why is it on fire? I feel bad. I'm gonna. I have to signal that I care. You don't care. I mean, well, online it's 
uh, version of you've who never it, seen people who mourned it best is of whatever version this is of yes, remember really yes little, home, of course who mourned, I remember. It, be- yeah, who mourned it best who can forget that's what i it was a tweet i had about america when something bad happens who mourned it best is what happens yeah. and it's apparently i uh what's his name had done the joke before me who uh a kid who heroin overdose comedian writer for parks and rec and harris whittles mm. he did the joke before me whoops yeah. Well, side by side, me guys. Uh, well, in the end, the you, everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody, the right we're, we're, yeah, parallel thing. Uh, uh, yes, it was a real pageant of it was a kabuki pageant. The lungs. I it mean, is the lungs of America, and the sooner we can, motherfucker, you have kids and you eat meat and you have an SUV. Shut up. You know what I wish we would do? Because I think people feel legitimately bad. I feel very bad. I don't know where to put that, but I do feel bad. It's awful. It looks terrible. I'll tell you bad where to put it. No, but stop eating meat. Stop driving a car. You don't have a car. That's no, good. I don't have a car. And you and you're, you're barren, so you can't have kids. <laughs> you wish um, you knew. Um, no, I par- wish I came inside you a bunch <laughs> of times and didn't have a kid inside with of you. Me one I time. wish I could come inside you <laughs> and realize that you're barren. Oh, it's my greatest to- dream. Listen, buy you'll me those feel Nike- creeped out. Listen, buy us the Nikes and maybe you'll. No, I'm uh, yeah, we um, do need to buy. You can some we do Nikes. the Nikes? Yeah, can we're we do the Nikes, Nikes after okay. this. This is what I feel like we should. It's not about the rainforest. It's not about stopping eat meat. It's not about any of that. We need to come to the. We need to come to terms as a society about the fact that we don't really give a fuck yeah. in the end. Just but you we, can't. That's our actions. We just but don't. But we also, the only, the, what we give a fuck is about our image and our self-image. So we care about appearing like we give a fuck. Yeah. We don't want to be callous. We don't want to no. be hedonistic. We don't want, we are that. We are all of that. Right. It's like there was a, the, the guy spoke after the mass shooting of, the guy, the black dude on MSNBC, where where he said, you know, people always say this isn't us. This is absolutely us. This is us. We're a craven, violent society. It's not a Hobbesian all war of all against all, but it's capitalism. Man, it's not good for people. No, it's not. It it humiliates the losers. It's really good for the point of capitalism, which is to make. Money. It's great for it, it for itself, but yeah, it's great for itself. But you can't then be like, we got to take care of this, and what about you this? Can't have, well, you can speak work. both ways, but you can speak both ways. You, for sure, I but. just want you to know, I know right. what you're doing. The system is not going to also take into consideration your feelings and the earth, and we shouldn't do that. If you're, I just, I feel like we really have to stop lying to ourselves. We yes. don't care. No one, most people are not going to do a damn thing about What's it. What's funny, though, is we don't stop lying to ourselves. And it's no. only, it. you think, well, they're not going to do it on this one. They're not right. going to do Dayton Strong on this uh, this uh, shooting, right. right? There's no way they would do that. We don't care. And I want you to know that I know. What's funny is there's a, there's, there was a business roundtable last week of like a bunch of CEOs and they finally realized that income inequality is a problem and that they need to worry about employees and the earth as much as they need to worry about shareholders because all they've cared about for 40 years was shareholders. Yeah. And again, great for the economy. 
horrible for people, meaning horrible for people. Even you look at NAFTA, the fact that they tricked people into NAFTA saying mm. that NAFTA was going to be good for manufacturing was a fucking lie told yeah. by bought and paid for politicians. And they went with it. And so now the, now the, the, all the CEOs are saying like, you know, they're going to, they're going to be conscious. They're going to be conscientious, which is like, yeah, all right. Okay. No, you're not. The only, what's funny is the only company that didn't care about shareholder value for the longest time was Amazon. They just lost money, lost money, lost money, lost money, built up. And now they're the the richest company. Yeah. And they just street swept for 25 years. Uh, and, but these guys are full of shit. They're, they're contractually obligated to be full of shit. Yeah. Now they're going like, Hey, we're going to be a little less full of shit. The whole thing is business is bad for the earth. It's all bad for the earth. And, and the fact that they don't, even the 11, now it's down to 11 years to get our act together. And no one is, everyone's acting like it's not like, oh, I don't know. The amount of by 24, that's not that far away, 2040, 2050, 2060, there'll be no fish. 11, in 11, if we don't, if we're not carbon neutral within 11 years, we are fucked. Every projection is coming earlier than they thought it was going to. It's all so much worse than they're acting. And now CEOs who have done records to society. And again, we did too. I've contributed virtually. I I hardly would say I've been carbon neutral. Yeah, um, no. So most people don't know how to be carbon neutral. Yes, and but I, I I don't. I was gonna say at least I feel guilty. Eh. I feel guilty, but I also feel I don't see how you can have kids and do this. Right. At least I didn't have kids. At least I'm not inviting <laughs> to the joke kids. I've been doing about like inviting someone to this horrible party. Yes. Called Mother uh, uh, Earth. Mm-hmm. So I like the CEOs have come to Jesus, so to speak. <laughs> but you're, it's too late, dog. Unless you're unless you unless all these CEOs finally go. I, I'm I am the nihilist in me is interested in seeing how it all plays out of course you are like i remember carlin saying he enjoyed having a front row seat to the wreckage of the earth and 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 thinking like that's pretty bleak but i get it now like we don't listen people don't let we like what we like we're addicted to all we're addicted to this lifestyle and our values are garbage and we don't really believe in it. In most people that say they believe in Jesus, don't believe in Jesus. They don't. They don't. Not really. It's lip they service. In it's the good stuff. I'll tell you, a buddy of mine, his grandmother died, and he said she was excited to die because she got she was going to meet Jesus. And I'm like, that's faith. That is yeah. actual faith. Anyone who's afraid of dying, you are not faithful. You don't, you are not, you don't actually believe. You don't actually believe. You're like hoping. But if you believed, if I know someone's going to meet me somewhere, I'm happy to go. But if I'm like, eh, <laughs> then I'd be scared. 
You can be scared to die. Why? You're gonna see every. Scary. You're going to heaven. Change. <laughs> change. Yeah, it's change. It's change. It's change. It's just a change. It's a different <laughs> lifestyle. Uh, it's about death. This one's about death. Uh, okay. So that's the rainforest. Uh, my the conclusion. Neil, feel like you're full of shit, mm, mm, and mm. just admit you're full How of you shit, feel? and just admit keep it. trying. Either actually try or actually don't, but stop doing both. Stop I, not trying, but pretending that you're concerned and conscientious because you're not. Well, the nice thing about social media, it's very hard to when it's all together in this like congregate and, and you see people's posts one after the other, if the other, if the other, you, it's just really hard to buy into it. If one person posted about the Amazon, you'd be like, oh, shit. OK, it's yeah, fucked up. But when, you know, people you know your friends who don't do anything to yeah. help and you just see them posting when you see it in a mass way i think it's really hard to take it seriously even though it's legitimate like for me i don't know it's very it just social media just makes me want to be like i don't really care when i see something it makes bad, it in, instantly resentable where you're like oh guess what i resent it now I'm not going to, I I want nothing to do with it. I feel uncomfortable because of that feeling I have. For example, yeah. you know how a lot of people change their, um, their profile pictures to like dark blue. Mm. Yes. When? And very good friends of mine. When they stand with the Writers Guild, that one? No, when they stand with... Who were they um, standing with? Was Dayton Strong? Oh Wait, my is God, it this Boston is bad. Strong? No, it was in Africa. Something is it bad Free happened Tony? in Africa. 2012? Is Wait, it it's, the, no, it's, uh, the girls? There the was a get our girls. No, no, there's another one. Uh, Fukushima fish. Oh, fuck no, Louis. Something happened in Africa. Louis C.K. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, and it's a legitimate Matt Lauer. Thing I stand with Matt Lauer. <laughs> ah, let's just start spreading rumors. Yeah. I stand with Matt Lauer. Oh, which one was it? Fuck. I Dude, don't like Hitler. Who mourned it best, man? I one I can't remember. Two when I see the blue profile picture, I fucking hate it. Trans rights in <laughs> Iran. Ah, fuck. <laughs> we gotta move on. Fuck. We're gonna get canceled. Okay. Uh, oh, I. All right. So my friend James AC, my man, our man in Hong Kong, feeler. James. Um. He. You're his body type. He's loving. If this, oh, by the way, oh, you know what else I wanted to commend you motherfuckers on? These yes. you motherfuckers actually rated the podcast, reviewed the fuck out. You of reviewed it. it. You rated it. You doubled our ratings. We got on a bunch of lists. Uh, so you guys are you guys are about it. You're about that life. You're not just about memes and hashtags. You're about activism. Dude, the podcast are not just activism. They're doing something. You're out there doing something. You're not just a. You're not just a taker. You're a feeler. <laughs> and Different they can't. They'll never take that away from you. Um, <laughs> oh, so Hong Kong. Here was the. Here's why the Hong Kong people are mad. You know how I said, what did you expect? Yeah. So when Hong Kong was turned over from from the, the British, British, the British Empire, Empire to China, it was, it was on a 50-year plan. So basically, Hong Kong's supposed to be sovereign until 2047. So, Hu Xuntao, or I don't even remember, Xi Jinping, whatever. One of these guys is, he jumped the gun by like a, a lot. Yeah, that's a long time. By 28 years. So. And they just declared, all right, now you're. You're like, well, they're going to start extraditing 
um uh look at that 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 this is the best EDM show I've ever seen. The mall's on fire. I mean, look, at the, look at that uh, Tiesto show. Um, <laughs> Zed. Uh, the so so they jumped the gun. So that's what they're mad about. They they wanted to extradite people to the Chinese justice system, and it's Fuck like no. That. And again, you and this is what I'm saying. Where everyone's full of shit. If we wanted to end gun violence. We would do this. Yeah, exactly. We would throw sand in the gears of polite capitalist society. We don't care enough. We don't want to fuck up our own money no. and our own lifestyle and our own comfort to go just stand in the middle of the street and risk getting arrested and risk missing work and our boss firing. <laughs> We're all hooked. Again, I think the system is as much to blame as we are, but we're doing nothing to combat it. Protesting is so fucking effective. Every, the so most, fucking effective. So, the most fascist governments still respond to People, protesting. you know why? Bodies fucking, if you threaten someone's safety, it's really hard for them to, to obfuscate and go, well, maybe, no, motherfucker, I'm, I'm standing right here yeah. near your body and I will fuck your body up. And most of the time, people protesting completely outnumber what they're protesting against. Of course. Well, of course. But <laughs> even if they're not, it's that's real protest. Like right. what they're doing is really effective. Um, I was thinking about why. I mean, the, the great thing about the gun lobby is people are really afraid to protest guns. <laughs> Yeah. And it's Ooh. for the same thing. It's that body thing. Like, yeah. well, no, they have guns. They have guns. That's the. That's one why thing. the military spending goes up every year. Because like they have <laughs> missiles. What am I? How am I to stand up? It's five times the next biggest army are spending. Five times the yeah, next biggest military most of in the spending. world is five. It's where most of our tax money goes. It's insane and we're stuck with it it's the military industrial complex etc 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 and we're stuck with it because they can hurt us well the, an interesting thing is that not now it's french protest for everything but protest protesting was kind of a worldwide way to combat oppressive governments or whatever and the theory was that and which is why you have this home ownership sort of, uh, you know, like you got to own a home, home ownership in the 50s, I think it was like rolled out because the theory was that if people owe a debt to a bank, they're less likely to protest. Is that statistically true? I don't know if it's statistically true, but that was the theory behind. But no, I'm saying is that yeah. is that an actual theory? Yeah, that's because Rock theory. had that joke. And cut it from his last special. No, it's 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 fashion. He had the joke that that all suicide bombers, all mass shooters, none of them have mortgages. Yeah, no, it's it's and so home ownership in America is, I don't know, around like seventy percent. You know, that's not part not, of, not 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 now, but yeah, yeah, but just part of our culture is like yeah. you got to own your yeah. home. Did you buy your yes. home? Whereas in Europe, I yeah. mean, it's at like twenty. Somebody, a friend of mine, 30%. bought a, a an apartment yesterday, and I wrote like congratulate, but I was like, I. I don't fucking... It's a dumb milestone. Right. I get that it's... By, uh, uh, like, all the platitudes, but it's hard for me to congratulate somebody on being part of the 
system. I don't yeah, know. it's like you do it great. You and entered cool. into. I, I mean, I, I mean, loans are thirty-year loans. Yes, she's an impressive person. I'm happy for, her, but I, I, I don't. But I'm not impressed that she has an apartment. Right. That she bought an apartment. I am like, okay. I own my condo. People are way more impressed when I tell them than well, I feel. You. Look at you. <laughs> the, uh, she speaks so well. <laughs> Uh, so what are the well odds? Spoken. But you're, it's all sex with them. <laughs> damn, um, damn, damn. So, so that's why Hong Kong is upset and they have a right to be upset. They should be upset. I feel like they might win, at least get a reprieve because China's wrong. China's, China's wrong. like wrong and not honoring their deal. China's wrong and China really doesn't like bad press. Yeah. And they're very sensitive. China Your point last a, last week about about these these uh, regimes being like teenage girls is yeah. very correct. So I can't imagine them being able to just sweep this away because, I mean, yeah. everyone is looking. In America, we have bad press. We have we're we don't know what's going on with the rest of the world. But the moment you step outside, everyone's eyes are on Hong Kong and what's going on there and the anti-government protests. So yeah, I can't see them just. Moving on, like yeah. Well, they, I think they'll be like we have considered whatever. Right. They'll do some weird. Fight. It'll be it's, it's. They'll make a Chinese statement. You know those it. dating advice that there's this age old dating advice people give up. Make it make him think it was his idea. Yeah. We just, act like a act like a woman. Think like a man. Right. So yeah, we just got to make China think like it was their By idea. By the way, not the worst advice. It's not. It's not bad. It's not. Uh, I though I don't like the manipulation. I don't. <laughs> it's a I, lot of manipulation. It's so manipulative. It's and so fucking I, you know what, manipulative. What statement from you has really stuck with me that you see romantic relationships as a uh, power struggle. Wait, what? You said that you see romantic relationships oh, yes. as a power struggle, and that's really haunted me. Oh, why? It's haunted me for your. I don't know. It just is like I. I. I think you're I think a lot of people do. Right. And I think that they act like they don't. No one wants to admit it. And I've been doing I I'll say this, I think women see it as more of a power struggle. Again, you know that I I'm of never course gonna, you I'm think almost that. never gonna side with women. Um <laughs> on anything. <laughs> Come on. It's a, I got ni- I got a ninety two percent of the crowd that agrees <laughs> with me. Uh, uh the I've been doing a joke about how condescending women are toward men as you see relationships as this thing where you're you're like missionaries teaching us the gospel <laughs> of women. And it's I just find as a successful person, so I true. find it so aggravating and insulting. Like the fuck are you talking? Who were yeah. you talking to? Like, on yes. So I I'm not as stylish and i don't smell as good and whatever i can't decorate a place first of all i could decorate a place as well as a woman i just don't give a shit and i smell fine you smell fine i'm like i'm whatever i can put it together but but uh the this idea of civilizing men is i just find it like you're only we're only go men only go along with it for the sex we're not going along with it because like this is better (laughs) we're just doing it for the sex in women's defense there are some guys that need a little bit of guidance. I mean, shit. No, they don't. I, no, they need. They need guidance in so far as, uh, they need they need a, a syllabus on how to please you. 
But they're not. Their lives are fine. I don't think any guy. There's so many guys who are not happy Bianca, with their lives. You, you've seen the. Jo- yes, and most of them are married. Okay. <laughs> like again, blanket statement. No, Neil. I know, but the fact you've seen the joke I do about men in marriages when I say how is it? Yeah, it's like yeah, they're yeah, reading yeah, a husband. Of course, I remember. Do you see room. who kills? Who that kills with the hardest? The women. Yeah. Because they know I'm right. So men do this thing for sex and to get along in society men are not dying to have kids some are but i would suggest that less than half of men really want to are dying to have kids and are dying to be domesticated and and you'll say but they live long it doesn't give a shit i don't that's not a stat i don't know um so just i find the women's energy around this stuff condescending and i'm also grateful to see that a lot of women's opinions about marriage are changing where they're yeah. just more like i'm not dying it seems antiquated and and that's and medieval the one thing that resonates with me and i think a lot of friends is it's so antiquated yeah it's so i love weddings i watch all the wedding reality shows for <laughs> weddings uh cs so address he has address atlanta all that good stuff um i love weddings the part after it is to me it's just so unnecessary i like the party yeah, I, but even but the party seems so. I did that joke where I said women will lose weight. They're losing weight for the wedding, not the marriage. <laughs> not the marriage. Like, That's like fuck. What do you? Yeah. What do you? So what? What do you? What do you? What's your sig? What are you signaling here? Right. <laughs> that the appearance is 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 what's meaningful, not the actual. But even weddings. Let's just stop at weddings. They're so antiquated. It's so like your dad walks you. It's so down it's the, I, so pitiful. They're really cheesy. I yes. love them. Can't can't live without them. I love them. I don't know if I want one, but I love weddings. They're fucking cheesy. The white dresses are hideous. It's so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Whole, it's not it's, embarrassing. This to be that basic is embarrassing. That's to get the married, most basic thing you can do is, is one. get married. Is well, I want my wedding. Okay. You basic motherfucker. You factory <laughs> settings ass. <laughs> you like basic, the factory settings. Sub basic stock fucking speakers. Stock speakers comes with <laughs> comes default. Comes with. Part, uh, all right. Uh, Here's another one. Tell me. Vaping is killing motherfuckers. D- again, okay, here's what I'm going to say. This is an unpopular opinion. Dan, you got the unpopular opinion thing ready? It's just another unpopular opinion. Unpopular. Woo. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. I never minded vaping. No, it's fine. I never minded it. I found the... Easy, like, fucking guy vaping. I never, first of all, between you and me, it looked kind of cool. I don't know. Not, you I'll tell you, it. it looked cool in the way that... Look at uh, the dragon. I'm not talking about the amount of smoke. I, the thickness was cool. I, the, here's another thing people don't know about me. One of the best ring blowers you've ever seen. <laughs> You'd never guess it. Add it Anyone to the who's seen me smoke. Ask Dave Chappelle about my ring blowing. You've been. never seen a better ring blower than me. I, I swear you've never met a I better ring blower you. than me. You, you're talking with a lot of conviction here. You better believe me. <laughs> An amazing ring blower. So I, I like the idea of va- vaping never bothered me. It was I for a while. I saw friends who smoked cigarettes vaped. They looked better. They were healthier. Um, 
It. I like that you hit a button. Mm. I, I like it. I like technology. I think if vaping happened sooner, you might have stopped. You might have still be smoking. Nicotine. I don't. It, no? just, it seems harmless to me. I, I don't know. Just something about it just seems like, eh, it's, I don't care. It's better than smoking cigarettes. Right. We thought. We thought. We should have known. Dun, dun, dun. We should have known that it was too good to be true. Not, there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's a downside to everything. Uh, there Now there's a man out there killing vapors. And who knows who it is? Who knows how it's happening? But you can't be surprised. Wait, what are you talking about? There, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was like, there uh, no, is? No, no, there, no. I, 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 uh, it's from too many different companies that people are dying. So I don't think that there's a poison pill involved or you know a serial killer but uh, you can't breathe in shit that's not oxygen for <laughs> for one third of the day that, yeah yeah or ev- really ever breathe yeah. in as much oxygen as you can and then <laughs> yes and then put out co put out as much carbon dioxide as you can do not doing that is not you can't be surprised you're hot you were hot dogging and you're paying the price. I don't know these references. Um, you were hot dogging. They were they were they were hot dogging. They were showboating. You it's know. like you ever watch those? Uh, you know who I have little, very little sympathy for? Who? Air show disasters. Though, yeah. You know when there's a disaster with... at the air show? I always want to go disaster. Disaster seems like they were just innocent people. It's hot dogs. Got burnt. There's a miscalculation. That's what the headline should be on every <laughs> every air show disaster. Hot dog, comma, burnt. <laughs> you burnt. You got burnt, hot dog. So fly the plane normal. You got no problems. You also don't got a show. <laughs> but not everything show. needs to be a show. You don't got a show. Maybe don't do a show with airplanes. How about that? How about just use them as a vehicle to get from point A to point B? And not as a fucking vehicle for your fame and hot dogging and showboating. Also, I think everyone there secretly wants to see a crash. They want. Well, like the cocky, fun is you know. almost seeing a crash. Yeah, almost seeing it. And if there is a crash, keep it away from the grandstand. <laughs> those are always the ones that <laughs> that the ah! yeah the grand those are the ah! and the debris comes toward the to the camera. Sh- uh, hot dog burnt, showboat sinks. Here's the thing. Showboat <laughs> torpedoed. That's what the headline should be. Showboat. Uh, inevitable happens should be the headline on every air show disaster. Just be normal. It's like those speedboats that end up tipping back. <laughs> yeah. Have did you did you Google speedboats? They all do that eventually. Or funny car. Just. No, Nitro funny cars. So These are all just you're doing too much. And the hot dog burnt. Listen, vaping one is a hookah in a in a hand. It's but hookah you don't inhale. No, yeah, you do. Uh, 100%. I'm Persian. Inhaling. Oh, I thought they didn't inhale. Hundred percent. So there are people that just go to the. I thought they would go to the hookah bar like once a week, and yeah. not you wouldn't inhale because it would fuck you up if you inhaled. But you're not doing hookah. You're just, it's like an easy. But I, I've never seen anyone like, no one's using no, no. vapes like an inhaler. I know that. I'm saying with hookah, it's kind of a tool for celebrating, like talking to each other, hanging out. Mm-hmm. It's not like, let me get my nicotine fix. Let me fix up a hookah. It's a communal. Ceremony. 
yeah, not ceremony. Just hang. Let's hanging out with friends. It's a ritual. Lot less, You're really shaming uh, on ceremony. Can I we? Can like I get ceremony. a? Can I get one on ritual? ritual? Uh, tr- yeah, it's a ritual. Tradition, uh, habits, yeah. tradition, cultural traditions. <laughs> Which is very different than ceremony. I'm sorry. Ceremony means there's you're celebrating something. That there's a hookah and that you're all standing around. Go ahead. Don't yell at me. Go ahead. The um, disagreeable agreeer. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's a lot more chill. So I know it's a lot of tobacco when you smoke a hookah. It's a uh, lot of tobacco and you do inhale. But and I also like the smell can, of vapes, honestly. It smells nice. I like the smell of tobacco pipes, too. One time I was really drunk. At my uncle's house in Austria, and we were all uh, doing hookah, and I forgot to breathe in oxygen for four hookah puffs. Like I was just like, ah ha ha, ah ha ha, like laughing it out. Ah ha 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 ha. Look at me not breathing. Ha ha ha. I didn't even notice. Yeah. And I got up to use the bathroom, and I made it like ten steps, and I passed out. And I woke up with all my family standing above me, and I realized I gave my brain hookah instead you gave of oxygen. Yourself CTE. What? It's the football one. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, did you? What did you think had happened? I knew. I because I noticed it, but I'm like, uh, whatever. Now I'm breathing oxygen after five puffs. Did you say anything on the way out? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, I, I, but you start realizing how you went that dead. <laughs> dead peace sign dead. You just start realizing how fucked up it is not to breathe oxygen. You either. gotta breathe as much oxygen as you can, guys. If you take nothing else from this podcast, <laughs> this great you story. gotta breathe oxygen. You have to. I, I people think that it's that uh, that speak to me. This speaks to people's longing for a different sensation and a different realm of reality. They just. Every time you do drugs, you risk death. Some drugs more than others. Yeah. But that's how badly we want to get away from this plane of experience. Every time you do ecstasy, shrooms, acid, cocaine, meth, any name it, fentanyl, you're basically going like, roll the dice. I want to get out of this fucking realm so badly the first 40 minutes of any drug experience is like, hey, are you dying? Am I dying? Are you dying? Are you dying? Am I dying? Are we? Are you, you feel dead? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're not. Okay. Uh, it was. It, uh, let's hope it's worth it. Um, so. Let's hope it's worth it. I get it. I get the vaping. Life is a miserable hell. <laughs> and we need a little respite from this con- this level of consciousness. It's basically vaping is killing us means there's no escape. I mean, there's no, no it's not a good alternative. N- if you to can't. Yeah. Meditation and boring. Yeah, exactly. Like the three of the happiest two of the happiest days of my life were at the silent meditation retreat that I went to four years ago. And I'm not exactly beating a hasty uh, <laughs> return to it even though it was three of the best days two of the best days of my life i'm still because it's fucking it's it's some old it's some old lady shit some it's like gardening (laughs) can you imagine um you because it sounds like vaping should we what is vabbing well vabbing is using your vaginal juices as perfume to attract men 
when you are meeting someone out on a date, they're attracted to your pheromones. At least that's the theory. Yeah. A lot of girls are doing it. I know someone who does it, and I read an article just to make sure I understood. Does she milk herself? What does she do to oh get God, the no. to get the vapors? What do you milk. What does she do? Is does she have a lot of standing vapors, or does she have <laughs> to like stimulate it? No, it's just there. So she just takes a scoop. <laughs> scoop. What is, does she do? The thing where she throws it in the air and walks through it. Her scent, or does she? Dop, 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 dop. Yeah. Yeah, just, you don't have to do anything to it. It's already going, there's already stuff going on. Yeah, but down some there. don't. Some don't have a. No, no. Uh, some all have must. something. I, I'm telling it doesn't you. Mean, no, no. What are you saying? I don't what think I'm you understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is not all women have a scent, a vaginal scent. It's not about a scent or a smell. It's just. You have pheromones in your vaginal juices, so even if it's not, you know, something you can smell, it's sub. It's sub. It's pheromones. You can't always smell, it. but maybe my pheromones do something to you. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe, you know what? Maybe they don't. <laughs> well, uh, would they, you be? Would you be grossed out if? Well, I in a similar thing, I will uh, <laughs> rub my taint, and then. Right before, when I'm in the car, last thing I do before I give the car to the valet, I'll get a scoop. I'll start oh my. at my asshole and no. back, back to front it, balls, taint. I go, asshole, taint, <laughs> go, asshole. balls, shaft, urethra. Wow. I've, I've just realized that it sounds a lot nicer when women do it than if men did the exact Speak same for thing. Speak yourself. <laughs> Uh, I know. Well, that's again. Women have this like I ethereal my beauty. Yeah, it's like no, it's the same shit. It's the same idea. It's yeah. not better because you guys are prettier. You have better skin than us, and boobs. Would you, you mind better. if you found out? Look, whatever you got to do to make me like you. you. you whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. You know what, honey? <laughs> you want to rub your own badge on yourself? Have at it. <laughs> okay. If that's what it's going to take, if you think that's going to help, it's not. What's going <laughs> to help is what are you like? Right. If you're to, an why asshole, you take a book and rub it on. <laughs> take a fucking original thought or idea or way of seeing things and, and rub it on your, oh, rub so it on good. your, rub it on your goofy ass fucking brain. <laughs> How about oh, that? So good. How about that? How, how, how about feel? that? How you, how you oh, you feel? know what I wanted to talk about? This is an unpopular opinion. If we can quickly Unpop- unpopular opinion it too. Unpopular opinion. Boo this man. Boo. Yep, not as good as the other one, but not bad. Yeah. Um, I want to defend Bad Baby. Who now? Bad Baby. Who fucks that? Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, Bad Bobby. Catch me outside. How about that? Bad. I think it's, it's like Barbie. Bad. It's like Bobby. I don't know. I'm div- I'm well. I don't know who. who should, what do you want to call her? Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or most people would. Bad Bobby. No, oh, I'm sorry. Again, no, I way bad off. Baby. Ceremony. Ugh. Um, oh, he's not gonna I get like, over ceremony. I like I the. F- Here's what Bad Bobby did. Right. <laughs> I still don't believe that. But here's what Bad Bobby did. Bad Bobby went on TV. And dropped five hooks from scratch. That's impossible. 
What she did was virtually impossible. She went on TV once. Okay. I get. Oh. I heard it was a second appearance, and dropped five hooks that took the nation by storm, yeah. and or really one. But catch me outside about that. I mean, and and changed her whole life. No one's done that. It's like when people get mad at Kim Kardashian. She, how many people could have made a sex tape with Ray J and turned it into a billion dollars? Magic. It's. What she did was incredibly impressive in this dumbass culture we have right. to be able to do that. I've gone on TV dozens of times. I got, I got, I've written hooks. I don't have hooks of my own. I mean, right. whatever. Um, but, but not, you got catch hooks. Me out, yeah, but not catch me outside. How about that? No, but you've probably written things. Right. That have oh, I the have same. Yeah. All that. No, of course. But I'm saying, um, but like that's, crazy well everyone has this little window and what you choose to do with it is up to you and they no no, no, ran no. With nobody it. has a little win- i mean no no i mean in, uh, so not yeah. everybody gets to be on tv not everybody yes. gets a little bit of this world stage sort of thing yeah i mean dr but that wasn't even a world stage. I, that's what i'm saying it's i don't like, know how yeah. but but yes. dr phil there's so many people have been on dr phil not yes. one of them has she that was around. one of the best TV performances since Little Bow Wow was on Arsenio. That's how old I am. Oh wow! Uh, this guy, I mean, what Little Bow Wow. He was in the audience and he and he was a little rapper. Oh, and, and, he, was just and like... he just and he spit something and he was like five. That's how he started his career. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, he's Joe the Plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Joe the Plumber. Um, what happened so, to? Him? So I don't want to know. Bad Bobby, as you call her. Uh, I I stand with Bad Bobby. Do you have an accent of some sort? <laughs> yes. I stand That's with Bad really Bobby good. and uh, and I'm going to turn my avatar blue to stand with Bad Bobby. <laughs> Is that what that means? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets and Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, though, is where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest First place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred grand and only cost a hundred dollars center. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb a leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Uh look, gr- the thing that I don't think young people realize is how underground the world used to be. There are people who right. have only bought weed at a store. <laughs> Who have only gambled on things on a on a clean website with uh not with just nice yeah I'll put my credit card down <laughs> I'd love for the government to have a record of this <laughs> it used to be so I remember my brother had his 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 brother in law was a bookie and you had to call him yeah. at a certain time to know people and uh and and it. 
it's so clean and streamlined now. Uh, that's why you got to go to mybookie.com. Uh, you bet, you win, they pay. It's really, you don't have to call them. You don't have to go like, hey, where's my money? <laughs> There's no, it's really simple. They have live in-game betting on on every NFL game. They got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. There are so many ways to gamble now. A lot. It's crazy. Good. And uh, I, I, I'd say you do it. Here's how you do it, though. Uh, you're going to get to up to $1,000 first deposit bonus, which basically means you, you will double your first deposit. You got to use the promo code NEAL, N-E-A-L. N-E-A-L is how you spell my name. And that is the promo code. So visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.com. And uh, don't forget to use the promo code N-E-A-L. Uh, it's like uh, when, you, when, you, you got it, when you're creating your account. You got it? You feel me, dog? Feel You it. bet. You win. You get pay. Uh oh. God bless. <laughs> How you feel, Neil? Let's talk very quickly. Uh, we got a lot of blowback about Jay Z. But again, blowing? I don't even. I I guess it. We got blowback. Here's the here's here's the truth. All of us are guessing. Yeah. So I'm guessing that it's not. I don't know what a what a, a minority of 16 million people should do. I don't know what one man's affiliation with a business is, how it's going to affect the ongoing civil rights struggle. I have no idea. Right. And, and neither does he, neither does Roger Goodell, neither does anybody. Right. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson wrote a thing in the Washington post defending Jay Z. And what he didn't write it, what wasn't in there is, in the first paragraph was, I have a book coming out about Jay-Z. Right. <laughs> so you just read, like, everyone's got their own. Right. We're all guessing at everything. Capitalism is a guess. Democracy is a guess. Fascism is a guess. Nothing is proven in any, and everyone with these grand opinions are usually n not informed. Yeah. And you don't really know what you're talking about. To me, I I didn't like it, but I didn't like what Jay. I don't like Jay doing uh, affiliating himself with the with the NFL. But I just don't like it. It doesn't mean it's I I know what's best for black people in the long right. run. I just it strikes me as hypocritical. But I don't really know what I'm talking about. I think the problem is that. Sometimes, and someone made a very good point on CNN. I don't remember who it was. I feel really bad about Don that, Lemon. No, nope. <laughs> you're kidding. Okay, um, it was that when something comes across John Tesh. They should have John Tesh on <laughs> <laughs> to sing. I mean, no, they should uh, just have. That's how serious CNN is. Is just have John Tesh. Out. It is Bob a zoo going. crew. It's a morning zoo crew over there at yeah. CNN. Um, they had this one. They had someone on, and they made a point that I. Th think summed up how I feel about it, which was if something comes across as anti-Semitic, you it's the ADL or yeah. other 
Jewish, uh, I don't know, Jewish groups mm-hmm. that speak on behalf of this was not okay. They work with them. If something comes across as anti-gay or anti-trans, right? there's, there's so yeah. many groups that you work with. In this situation, a lot of the time with black people, they go to black entertainers. You know, yeah. Steve well, Harvey, Kanye. Jackson. Yeah, huh? it used to be Jesse Jackson. And then Jesse Jackson, in from what I heard, would shake companies down for his own good. Jesse Jackson, and no one is like Jesse. And that's what they... That's that was kind of the model yeah. since Martin Luther King died. I mean, I, I gave I gave Ian Edwards a joke one time that when Al Sharpton Al Sharpton showing up for things, it's like white people imagine if Hulk Hogan showed up <laughs> for civil rights thing. That's what it feels like. It's like the there, hokiest it's a, dude. Yes, it's but there it's a vacuum. There's a vacuum of yeah. influence and power in the black community. There's a, a vacuum of influence and power in in the world, but. Right. Especially in the, or not even especially, also in the black community, and so guys like Jay have to stand up and and somebody wrote a long comment or email or something aimed at me. By the way, before you write these long ass screeds about why, <laughs> listen to it. Listen to what I said again. Re- because re-listen. Can take. Contain within. I'm sorry, it's making me burp. You know, <laughs> I get emotional. Nervous. I get burpy. Um, uh, contain within this. I also said he's in an impossible position. I said Jay Z yeah, in an impossible it, it position. It was a well-rounded argument. There's no that? pleasing anyone. I understand. He's guessing. Also, he's thinking. What would? What should we do? There's not. There are a lot. Of, it's the. We talked about it before on the show. Kanye going to see Trump, right? Steve Harvey. By the way, everybody's fine with Kanye now that he makes $150 million a year off Yeezy. Something. Somehow they're fine with him now. They, everyone's all, all's forgiven. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, we forget what yeah, happened yeah. a week ago. Yes. So, a year ago. Uh, but, you know, black people can't afford to turn their back on power. They can't afford right. to go, I'm not talking to you. They're just not in that position. So... <laughs> what should Jay have done? People were comparing to Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and how, you know, Malcolm X called Martin Luther King a sellout for working with white people. Motherfucker got legislation passed. Now, I there are different scenarios in that how the NFL treated Kaepernick was illegal. Right. And they lost, they had to settle with him because what they did was illegal. So... This speaks to cancellation culture. How long should black people be mad at the NFL while the NFL is given 70% of salaries to black men and 100% of the CTE? Um, what? No one knows. Everyone's guessing. In a time of maybe the most uncertainty in my lifetime, I've never seen people act more certain. Yeah. And it's like, you just admit you don't really know what you're talking about. People are certain in very short amounts of times. You know, that's wrong. Yeah. Based on what? Have you studied political movements? That's what I always want to say to people. Show me your work. Show me how you got here other than I don't like it. Even Michael Eric Dyson was like, dude, it it was a very thin argument. And he's the one who brought up Mike, uh, 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 Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King. So. I, I we're all guessing the whole thing's a guessing game. I hope that 
Jay gets from uh I hope Jay I hope his plan works. As I've mentioned before, I like him. I respect him. Uh it's a one way street, has no recognition of my work. <laughs> Fine. Um and I hope that I hope it works. I hope it works. I'm rooting for black people, I'm rooting for Jay. But I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't know. The problem is that black people don't aren't unified in a lot of ways. It's such a fractured community. Because everyone's got different guesses. Everyone's and, got different and guesses. And there's so much at stake. There's everyone's literally to, lives yeah. at stake. And there's so much undealt with turmoil. Yeah, so trauma. It's, it's so much trauma. Um, that now, who's your leader? Well, who steps in? NAACP? Or Jay Z. I couldn't tell you the head, who the head of the NWA. We don't know. Is. Like we yeah. we know who Jay Z is. I know. Yeah. The problem is when the the problem is that if you want to step in as a leader role to pay this person's bail and send send you know water to Flint and all that stuff, you're gonna get bla- backlash for the bad as well as a praise for. The yeah, good. but I'll say this for Jay. He does a lot of shit behind the scenes. No, what I'm saying is that he doesn't mention. All I'm saying is that. If you get, if you step into that position, you're, you're opening yourself up to people being very disappointed with the move you make. I mean, how many yeah. people are disappointed with their boss or the head of something or how something's being ran? I mean, just ask any Joe Schmo with, you know, a GM they don't well, like. Well, being in charge is the worst. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So everybody, if you want to be in just, charge, it comes with it. People just hate you. People hate people, everything you do. I Tough told customers. Daniel, stop the drops. And he keeps thinking... Daniel, now you can keep the old drops in to as is an illustration. Me and Daniel spoke about don't have drops, and he was still like, "Fuck you, I'm doing the drops." Daniel didn't think that. Yes, he, he did. I, we've talked about it. This, I, Bianca, I've been in charge of people for a long time. I People's know. first instinct is, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." Schumer thought it was sexism when people wouldn't do what she said on her show. Yeah. She thought it was just sexism. Rock thought it was racism. He's like, the first season of Rock, Chris Rock show, I was like, why don't anybody? Because fuck you. Right. Fuck the boss. Fuck you, number one. Number fuck, two, maybe because you're you. black. But fuck first, you. fuck Yeah, you. maybe it had something to do with Amy being a woman, Chris being a black For dude. sure. But, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. And I can do anything I fucking want to. Yeah, yeah. That And everyone goes, fuck you. It's like, dude, I'm paying you to quell that. Right. To quell that urge to say fuck you. But people are like, no, you're not enough. Right, but... You didn't match my n- unfuck you number. <laughs> it's like your sleep number. Um, but the problem is that he's actively going into that role. Who? Jay-Z. Everyone he's who... A Daniel's actively going into this role. Uh, uh, Damn, Daniel. Yeah, no. he really is. Everyone's, no, no, everyone takes the job. Everyone takes the job. No, but I don't think... Jay-Z doesn't necessarily need to take that job. That's not a... It's not head of a record company. I mean, that's, he's going. There's a lot of benefits to the job. I believe it. I'm just saying, I think the backlash is understandable because this is an unrepresented, unfocused group in America. Now you're taking kind of a stand for this hot topic. I mean, you're going to get backlash. I just yes, don't, I'm just not I, surprised there's by There's no that winning. There there's really no winning. is no winning. He, it's like, there's, to quote himself, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. If you shoot me, you're famous. Yeah. What's a 
Oh, that well, uh, I'm thinking of Kendrick Lamar's. No, that's an old Jay Z. Oh well, he uh, says, I was hoping you. I I cued you to say the N word, and you didn't. Oh well, um, you know Kendrick says the one in front of the gun. No, but the one in front of the gun lives forever. Lives forever. Off- yeah, Wait, that's the, the one in front of the gun lives, lives. forever. Uh, okay. Uh, I was, and then Andrew Luck retired. He's a football player. I am happy that football players are standing up for themselves and thinking long term about like I don't. I want to be able to walk. <laughs> you ever see an NFL player in public? They all limp. Some version of limping. They all either hip, uh, like they all have. They're all like gimpy, without fail. Uh, uh, I had a substitute teacher in back home in the Bay, and he's he was young and huge, and he was like, "Oh, I played for the Niners for two years." You know, like unknown yeah. guy. And he he was like, "There's no way I could have kept going." Every day when I came home from practice, he's like, "There's that's not a sustainable way to live your life." Yeah, it's the fact it, that especially guys back like, then they used to tackle every day. Back then, how dare you? No, no, no but back then they like Long only ago? in the last fifteen twenty years have they they do like walkthroughs most of the week, right. and then uh, then they that was less than twenty years ago, right? But you get it. <laughs> but the point is, you're old. Uh, the point is, you're bad. <laughs> you dig and uh, I will never. You'll never <laughs> taste my sweet. You will never taste my musk or my spunk. You you will never smell my musk or or taste my or feel my my spunk. Um, So I'm happy about that. But but definitely gamble at (laughs) mybookie.com. Keep doing that. Don't don't not do that. Code word nail. I like. Hey hey guys, you know how you rated the podcast? If you're gonna gamble, go to mybookie.com and because that way they go. Hey, this is good to advertise on there. It's good for us. Um. Uh, you bet. You win. They you you get paid. Um, uh, I'm not gonna get into the be okay. All right, let's go. Oh, I they wanted me to argue the impossible. The people on the street. The peeps. Um, Neil argues uh, the impossible. Someone wanted me to talk about accordions. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke about accordions. Someone made the joke that if you if you have a harmonica. And an acoustic guitar, you're a genius like Bob Dylan. You add an accordion, and you're an idiot. <laughs> it's polka music. Uh, it's polka. But I once had a tweet idea, which is that mariachi music is just polka slowed down. Hundred percent. And then I looked it that. up. It's it's because it's fr- they're related. I've always yeah, thought that. That's very funny that you thought that. I'm not mad at accordion. I think accordion is a it's a unique sound. It the problem is the wrong people used it. What do you mean, Italians? Like gypsies. On mm. if we're being honest, your people, uh, gypsies and like monkey. I feel like monkeys. If a monkey plays it, <laughs> that's you're great. in bad shape. What I want? A no, no you want to watch it, but it yeah. doesn't speak well of the instrument. <laughs> you're right. Um, you're not like, oh, oh there's an accordion right. recital. Uh, there's an accordion concert later on. You need so many skills. Uh, so I, but I <laughs> fuck with accordion. I don't blame accordion for what, for, I don't, for what's been done to it. Right. That it's been associated it's, with it's like circuses victim. and sideshows. And it's just, it's, it's, it, you can make, it's portable. It's very portable. You, it's got a back, it's a backpack. Yeah. And you, so I like accordion. Are you going to buy an accordion? It might. 
I might. And then I'm going to post about the Amazon rainforest. You guys, it is the lungs of the earth, 20%. That's not that much. So we still have 80% somewhere else? All right, fine. Uh, all right, let's go to the emails. It's time to check that email. Uh, this one's small. Let me read it. Let me do it. Hey, if you're gonna do it, put some bass in your voice and give it some goddamn. I've been doing force. better. Okay. Last week I was not happy. Oh shit! Oh shit! Bianca's gonna read. <laughs> you said last week I was not happy. I was not happy last week. Okay. I was very unhappy. Hey, Neil and Bianca, love the podcast. I'm interested in what you think about adults going to see children's movies in the theater without any children. I have a couple of friends that do this. We are in our we are in our mid-20s. Personally, I don't enjoy children's movies anymore because I prefer more adult humor and themes in the movies, I see. This is always an unpopular opinion of mine in conversation. How Neil feel? I like what you just did. A couple blumper, blumpers. But you know, I like what I like what I heard. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Maybe nervous. I do not. I when I was in the Big Brothers program, I took the kid to see. You're not in it. Hotel. It's just a year. Okay. Hotel Transylvania two. Uh, I think I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> a couple of those movies. The only I heard Toy Story three was everyone great. said eh, you got to see Toy Story three. Yeah. I'm like I never, uh, saw, I never it. saw it. What kids movie did I like? Robots? Ants? No. I saw Wally, not bad. Wally. I up, saw Up. Up I liked cuz I liked cuz of the miscarriages. Uh, of course. <laughs> I liked that they had miscarriages. Um uh I no, I He's Up was meanie. pretty good. Up I always good. find them I find uh uh Oh, what about the one with the emotions? Inside out. Inside um out. Yeah, I find them really... all a little insubstantial. I got to be honest. I, Finding Nemo, little insubstantial. Inside Out, little insubstantial. I don't find that the the there's enough plot for an hour and a half. Do you think that's how they are now, or have you always felt like that? I mean, Nemo. I'm sure. I I doubt that they turbocharged the plotting. Um, you know, it was up for an Academy Award for Best Script. I'm pretty sure. What was? Finding Nemo. I believe that. Um, but I don't, I just, I I just found it a little, uh, not enough plot. Yeah. It's just like, ah, we lost our, it's not, it's like some things are like, I we lost our daughter and now she's a prostitute. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost our daughter and we got to find her. Uh I don't know. Or, or yeah, or Dory. I don't yeah, know. Like, Dory, did Dory become a prostitute? Uh, <laughs> you ask Ellen. Yeah. Did Dory join a cult and they had to deprogram Dory? Like, that's a plot. But just we've oh, lost her and she's good. over there. Even Inside Out, it was like, you got to get across the brain. Didn't seem like enough of a yeah. of a thing. They're really contrived. Yeah. It just, it's just I, like, I, I, yeah, the contrivances, I, be, I don't mind. I just don't. All plots are contrived in some ways. I just find that they're... I will say they're not contrived enough, is what I would say. Oh, you want them to go further? I just, like, give me a third... Like, for instance, sitcoms that didn't... Like, Seinfeld, people say it's a plot, series show about nothing. It's actually the most... The best plotted show ever. Right. 
Ray Romano's show, Everybody Loves Raymond, was not very plotted. So, and Gerard's show tried to mimic this, which is you take a very little plot and then it's a lot of dialogue, a lot right, of good dialogue right, right. and Disgusting. rehearsals. And, yeah, discussions. I don't, I find that the Nemo or the, the Pixar movies are a little short on plot, but they don't replace it with a thing that I like, which is funny dialogue. Yeah, good dialogue. It's just like sequences or songs or I'm like, eh. I don't like when they sing. Wait, yeah. I don't like when they, I don't like musicals. You know what's a really good one that didn't come out in America? It's called Flushed Away. It was, came out in England. It was about. Spirited Away is one of my favorite movies. Oh, Spirited Away. But Spirited that's, Away. That's, that's an so crazy. That's but an it's anime. animated and it's for kids technically. Oh, but it's more of an anime. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they have a lot more going on. Yes. And that was like psychedelic and it yeah. was about, it was about uh levels of consciousness and awareness you know, like that yeah, was, was cool. about something no spirit yeah. away is amazing yeah uh it's flushed away it's about this uh pet rat and then some like dick head rat comes up through the sewer and throws him down because he's like oh this is a nice you got a cushy joint up here throws him down so this rat that was like a well-kept pet rat in like notting hill is now in the sewer with all the rest of the rats oh that's good yeah it's pretty oh good. having said that paddington too masterpiece you saw it yeah i saw it on the plane well, why is it why is it a fucking masterpiece, masterpiece. <laughs> i don't know why it's a masterpiece but seth thought it was a masterpiece hugh grant said it's the best movie he's ever been in hugh grant is so fucking funny in in paddington 2 paddington 2 will exceed every expectation I, you have you rarely also babe in the on. city was great babe pig in the city the first one is good yes and i will say that ratatouille is great Ratatouille, I really like. Ratatouille? Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille, yes. Um, it's like uh, flushed away, but better. No, I've seen it. You didn't like it? I love it. Okay. I just like Rats of Dim as well. Um, I like that a lot of times when people love something, some some part of their so body will, will project that. Whereas you went, <laughs> I love that. You really Neil Brennan did. You Neil faced it. I did. I, you're rubbing off. All right, next one. Dan, you remember Goodbye and You Have Mail? <laughs> no, I liked it. Daniel, I'll tell Daniel. you if I don't like something. Daniel, he'll tell you. I'll tell you. Re- apparently, Goodbye. repeatedly. You've got mail. Beautiful. It's just a good... I want organization. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I know, Neil, you've been open about your success with TMS in treating your refractory depression. I'm curious to know if ECT, electroconvulsive therapy, was something you considered. ECT is generally regarded as the most efficacious treatment for depression. However, it's often avoided due to stigma and misinformation about procedure. A few weeks ago, you said something along the lines you don't like to alter your body uh, that you were given. I don't think I said that at all. Uh, was this a major factor in choosing TMS over ECT or were you concerned with side effects? All right, here, here. let me, I feel like I have to express yeah, have this to really all the time. Here's what I liked. TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, worked amazingly for me. Ketamine did not. Yeah. Ketamine, I think people heard me talk about it on Rogan, but they only heard, they assumed I meant. They didn't listen. They didn't listen, if you can believe it. Um, Didn't like, didn't like ketamine. uh, Tried Iboga, didn't really do much for me. Uh, The things that have worked for me are TMS and Zoloft, full stop. I do microdose shrooms sometimes. I like that. Um, But ECT is too severe ect is the thing that people think it's it's the new form of the thing from one for over the cuckoo's nest where, oh, where really? the, like real it's way less severe now it's way less graphic um they uh 
it's better now, but it's still really serious. Like you can't drive. I've heard you have short term memory loss. Memory loss. I had little like, like I said, uh, command of vocabulary loss, like eight percent, nothing major, for a short time. Um, Did you notice it? Yeah. I, mean, I was on stage doing three mics one time, and I couldn't remember what TMS stood for. What? I was like transcranial. I couldn't remember magnetic. Just that, couldn't, isn't just that scary, gone. though? It's that... chilling. Okay. It's so really chilling. calm talking about yes. it, but that would, um, for someone so, who does stand up. So ECT, I can't speak for. TMS, I would highly recommend. I would highly recommend it so much. And in a related story, they wanted me to be the spokesman for it. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be known yeah. for a medical device, <laughs> but thanks for the offer. And thanks for almost bringing me to your trade show in Orlando. Um, Wait, how much do you microdose uh, uh, shrooms? Okay. Uh, it's a tenth of a, of a normal shroom hit. So you don't, I microdosed yesterday. You wouldn't have known. It's, so it's not. You wouldn't know. I'm not like, whoa, man, there's nothing. I forget I did it. Oh, okay. It's not, it's so unnoticeable. Interesting. So, Daniel. Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, the show Mixed Dish is coming out this fall. It's being mixed, mom's white, dad's black. That's always how it is. Uh, because right. black women don't like white women, white men, for Lies. the most part. Uh, n- no, you're mixed. Uh, I like white men. Again, I'm not saying none, Bianca. I'm saying most i just no i'm saying i have a lot of black friends that are not mixed that mostly date white guys but that's your you guys are all you guys think you're better than people um (laughs) i'm excited to finally see a story behind the eyes of a mixed race child growing up there weren't any shows that i could relate to nowadays you have plenty of mixed actors actresses rappers athletes kids and look up to but not but still not too many stories yes hollywood has started to incorporate these families, but not too many storylines about the struggle of being mixed. Okay. I'm really excited to see how mixed tells the story of struggling growing up being mixed, even if the circumstances are a bit outlandish with the family growing up in a commune. Since this podcast is the race podcast, uh, I want to know how Neil feel and what Binky think about this show, especially since Binky's mixed. Also, Three Mike's Genius, Comedians of the World was awesome. Um, I had to really read that. (laughs) I could not say that. Uh, we talked about this letter before we, we hit record. Yes. I don't, is every experience a struggle or, or should I say that isn't every experience a struggle? And I say that as a guy who, um, talked about depression on stage, talked about, uh, alcoholic abusive father on stage and, I will say that I didn't do those things because I felt that they were underrepresented. I did those things because they were true and I hap- they happened to have been representative, but I'm of the mind that you have to start from a place of inspiration and not from a place of social engineering is too alt-righty a word, but a place of wokeness and representation. And I don't think that things are, I don't know. I, I just think representation and it's very easy for me to say this is overrated. 
and oh, and then I have another argument, okay. which is, um, it every race says that it's it's uh they need to be represented, which is why white people have only used white people for eighty years. No, it makes sense to me. And they're not gonna unless they have to. Yeah, and now now they have they to. have to. I don't think this is, you know. Oh, this is such a thing. I just think you nailed it on the head, even though I don't think that was your point. It's just representation. TV representation is very different than film representation. Film representation, there's plenty of shows about race relations. There's plenty of TV. uh, uh, There's plenty of films about race relations, many aspects of it since. I disagree that there's more on film than TV. TV, there's more of everything. Because it's so, it's there, you got to make a zillion hours of TV a year. So. But anybody can really make a film, even if it's low quality, whereas TV has to be approved by so many people. And if it's not worth, I mean, there's a lot of independent films. There's not that much independent TV going on. I mean, when are you going to see that? I don't think there's that much independent film going on either, but you hear Maybe. about three a year. Sure, but it's hard to get your TV show on a network. It's a lot harder than just making a movie. I, I, I reject this part of your argument. Keep going. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, there's so many old, timey, black and white films that still deal with, oh, this. there's this one. It's called The Color of... I forgot. But it's about this girl that's light enough to pass. And her mom yeah. comes to school and she's black. Yeah. And everyone's like, there's no colored girls. In it. Yeah. You know, I just feel like we've been representing race relations longer in film than we have on TV. So it doesn't surprise me that... Oh, let's have a show about being mixed in the 70s, I think it takes place, or the uh, 80s. Yeah, I, I think it's about Kenya's wife, but yeah. It's it's in the 80s or the 70s. It's a yeah. period piece, uh, yeah. this, this show. So do I think it's not something we've seen before? Yeah, sure. So why not? Let's roll it out. Do I Am I dying to see it? No, not necessarily. I guess I, it's, I say this, take this with a grain of white. Grain of white. Salt. White? <laughs> grain of why white. Why gotta be white salt? Um... I, again, as a white person, I, white obviously is the norm. Yeah. And maybe I am, I am abnormal in that I didn't relate to people based on their race when I saw them on TV. Right. Like I related to Eddie Murphy. I related to Michael J. Fox. I related to, uh, Chris Rock. I related to, to John Stewart. Like, Trevor, I, I just there got. I don't see that as the. I, I and I know that I'm wrong as I'm saying this. I let me just say this as this is most white people's opinion. Yeah. Like I, I know that this is wrong, but I don't. I related to people based on their attitude more than I related based on their skin color, and yeah. maybe that's maybe that's a luxury. I think that's just a luxury because yeah. amount of times I'm somewhere or a white person would be like, yeah, it was, there was only black people there. Like, oh, it's a black thing. It's, just imagine if everything, everything was, was black. like that. Uh, absolutely. And then you saw a white guy killing it in comedy when right. it was like this dominated field. By, I mean, yeah. it's just, it makes sense. It makes sense. But I also rooted for the people that weren't, that were like, I rooted for Eddie or Arsenio or whoever these guys were that were breaking through in a white world because we can we can we can bond based on a lot of things outside of color as human beings but that's what i'm saying like it must be disappointing 
it must suck to have to relate to people based on their skin color. I don't feel like it sucks. I think it's comfortable. I think when you but never get that. But if this show sucks and the oh, characters if this show suck, sucks, yeah, you feel this burden of yeah. If yeah, this show's yeah, right. no good. Yeah. This show stinks. You're then like, you're feel ah, like, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. No, I mean. And also, it, Key and Peele was mixed-ish. Like, it's but more about they, comedy, though. Right. But this is comedy. Mixed-ish is going to be comedy. Whereas Key and Peele was a sketch show about so many different things. And yeah, they touched on funny things about race. Whereas this is, I feel like the mixed, the grown, the blackish, they all do hammer it in a little bit more. Yeah. Running I, I guess. I remember somebody saying they were they were writing an article about Trevor Noah or Keen Peel and they're like and and they're like, Do you think that mixed is in right now because of Obama? And I was like, dude, Ooh. I don't think that there's any cringe any through line between <laughs> when Keegan and Jordan got funny and when Trevor got funny and when Obama got elected. like but they're journalists so they have to try to frame it of in course, some way. Of um. I, here's another entitled thing to say is I think that <laughs> that people of color, any aggrieved, uh, oppressed group, you're selling yourself short by only identifying with the people who look like you. And again, I'm I'm saying that I'm I, it's a very condescending thing to yeah. say, <laughs> but and I realize it, but I have a point. Of course, but some people don't have the luxury to even interact with people outside of their race. Some people are in black towns. Well, that you're you're arguing a separate thing. No, well, you're saying I'm saying to only associate I, with people based on your race. Yeah, it's like if you only like. I'm just saying, if only it were that simple. Like you know, right. I really do got to go get a make a white friend. No, but I'm not saying that I, white people of color and and and, and oppressed groups are surrounded. With whiteness, and yeah, but they—I'm assuming they do have to become fans of white people when they prefer they were black. Um, I mean, I think the burden is equally upon white people to not only associate with just white people. You know what I'm saying? I, but I'm—it's not a burden. What I'm saying is, uh, I, 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 it's like I'd like to—I can't wait till we're past it. And it's the it's the joke I did, which is the only thing that's gonna solve this is fucking. I mean, <laughs> meaning it just brown everybody's Browning. It was everybody's the browning of America's tacky. happening. Yeah. I remember my friend, this is before Katrina, was in she's white and she was in New Orleans and she was on one street and there were white people on one side of the street and black people on the other. And everyone was walking to and from wherever they needed to go. And she was on the black side of the street and a white guy, a black guy said to her, girl, you on the wrong side. So did a white I, man come and rescue her and pick her up, <laughs> call the cops. Yeah. Um, so I think it goes deeper. I, I get what you're saying. Why limit? Why only bond based on race? We yeah. can be connected to. So a black. Yeah, this goes to the both sides of our mouth about race, where it's yeah. like we need to get past it and we need to see people by the content of their character. And then and people are also going like. But also, we need to see people like colored skin. I think black people just need a time period where they feel like they have enough respect in all facets of American culture, whether in all facets of American life, whether it's on TV, in movies, you know, in the law, which is most should be the well, most that's important part. What, again, I, 
this is the argument of does the does TV drive the law? Right, chicken or the egg? What well, works? I, I would suggest that culture the, completely the bigger. The bigger issue here is tribalism. Mm. The bigger issue here is people are afraid of things that don't look like them. The, the slavery makes white people white. I was driving yesterday thinking. I I think I told you about this. Yeah, uh, uh, it was, it. I I won't even bring it up because it's like it could fuck me up. But but <laughs> but um, a lot of white people don't see black people as people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying. And, yeah, and and that's the issue. And I don't know how. I don't know if mixed dish is going to do it. I don't know if Gronish is going to do it. I don't know if Black is going to do it. I don't know if Good Times is going to do it. I don't know if Moise is going to do it. I don't know if Chappelle show is going to do it. Like Motiva. I go on and on and on. And on. I don't, that didn't seem to crack it. Well, it, let's just go to an African country, Nigeria. Yep. Tribes are, I mean, historically, the Igbo tribe was the dominant We're one. the only country that's trying at experiment and integration yeah. at this level with these numbers. And it's, sometimes it goes okay. Most of the time, it ain't going well. Remember, I, told, I think I told you in college I had to read the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers mm-hmm. and Jefferson gay, wrote this paper basically saying that black people will never be able to integrate. It was about a yeah. slavery. He's like, they will never be able to integrate properly into American culture with white people because they were enslaved. So that will always hang over their heads. Yeah. The best thing we can do. He suggested, which was wild for the time, he suggested to free black people as slaves educate them in uh, American politics and American culture and how to run a government li- like how they saw fit yeah. and then send them back well, to that, Africa. Uh, apparently that New York Times is doing a slavery podcast called Sounds 1619. Fun. It's a fucking blast. <laughs> I have laughed. I had to pull over. I was laughing so hard. Um, but Lincoln wanted to send slaves back to Africa now in retrospect I'm like I get where they were coming from yet yeah, sounds pretty fucking rude. They, Lincoln basically said the quote is it's hard for you to be around us and it's hard for us to be around you it in I'm, I'm paraphrasing but yeah it's like if you beat your wife for the first 20 years of yeah. your marriage and you never got divorced yeah the next 20 are gonna be a little there's gonna be a little tension <laughs> you drop a plate might might get a little flinch <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I get, it's just, it's not as simple as judging people by the content of their character. Yeah. That was, uh, Martin Luther King was a liar. Neil. Uh, no, fuck him. Uh, no, Neil. people want the, people want the color of their skin. Yeah. Almost to the shade. They just wanna want to be judged fairly. They, they don't, they want to be judged. But I, I, no, no, again, but that's not what I'm saying on television. Right. I want my shade. I want my experience, my grievance. Right. I want it. I want my difficulty. No metaphor, no symbolism. Right. My exact problems. Well, it's because in we're... my color, and white people my want color. it. And it, like, I you know the the thing about drama or not drama, but the thing about art is that you see your experience played out in metaphor or symbolism or color like shade or shape or whatever. And now it's like, no, in the age of, I think it's social media. Like, no, I need my one-to-one experience represented. Well, you know what? In defense of that, 
I, my friend tried to sell a show, and it was very similar to Insecure, but a guy's perspective. Yeah. And every network said, oh, it's so similar to Insecure. And we were talking about that, and he's like, do you know how we we dissect the white experience? Uh, you know, a guy that's yeah. been divorced, a guy that's been divorced, and he's fat, a guy that's been divorced, and he's yes. fat, and he gets skinny. I mean, we go over yeah. the same plots over and over, fine-tooth comb, but... Like now, they it's wouldn't say it's like a female Seinfeld. We exactly, can't do it. no go, one would female Seinfeld. It. Where do I sign up? Yeah, exactly. How much money do you want? Fantastic. So I think there is uh, fatigue. Male sex in the city. <laughs> yeah. Where do just, I sign I up? I think everyone's fatigued of like, okay, let's. How about my turn? But I know, but I, we're both we're contradicting ourselves, which is like enough with the I need my experience representative. Right, exactly. But I also people want. Their I get it. It's just over. I yeah. Mean, what are you gonna? Um, uh, Goodbye. You've got mail. Dear Good Neil, job. on an earlier podcast, you mentioned being closer to Seth Meyers from listening to your podcast and watching Late Night with him and host the Golden Globes. I would think you two would disagree on some aspects of the Me Too movement. You seem like a due process person, and he seems like a believe women person. Have you ever had a disagreement on this? Do you avoid it in conversation? Do you agree to disagree? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we fist fight about it. Um, <laughs> no, it well, this is part of my... Uh, my well-balanced ideological diet. I'm French with Seth Myers, who is whose wife is a sex crimes prosecutor. Wow. Uh, in the in the Brooklyn DA's office, uh, Seth is uh, just a he's uh, Seth's not fake. Like Seth's on the right on the Seth is on the right side of issues by disposition same where trevor is just they just have it in them two of the finest people i know genuinely um they just have they're just like that but i'm also friends with uh i don't want to get too specific yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh but i i'm also (laughs) friends with uh, black comedians and i'm probably mentioned on the show before who aren't are and I think I've said this on the show. I have a well-balanced ideological diet. For every article Ronan Farrow writes, I know Ronan. He's a buddy of mine. And I I believe that every word he's written is true. Uh, another friend of mine who is a black comedian will send me a link to the Innocence Project, thereby going, remember... This doesn't. Black guys are the opposite of undefeated when it comes to rushes to judgment. Right. Like, well, well, quickly. First of all, let's let the black guys go. That's no one's ever said that. Right. First things first. Black guys, you can go. Ever, 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 ever. So they get. So it just is good for my ideology to see all sides of arguments that aren't just the simple platitudes of like, I believe all women. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of cases where it's Seth rolls his eyes. There's right. like, but it's not those shows. Those jobs are are now especially are like spiritual leadership jobs as much as anything. I mean, if you study the Constitution, do, they put very specific things in the Constitution. You put the right to due process for a reason, probably because this should be happening. Get in for, yeah, exactly. Because if the king said you were guilty, you were guilty. And to to avoid that in the future with they didn't put privacy that was a big one you know like they debated 
that's a huge thing that's like it's not you don't did have they to debate it um well i'm sure some i mean i can't quote the i think well they had quartering of soldiers yeah and is, they, but i'm just saying that which is the same as it's that's that was the webcam of 1776 <laughs> I, i'm just saying that they really put thought into what they were going to put and what they were going to omit to let future people figure it out they you know did I mean? they were gonna have an amendment you cannot someone cannot follow you and make a painting of you that was the idea it's, that was surveillance a, they didn't have film cameras back wait, then. is that a real thing no oh i made it up <laughs> uh they Why do I believe but your they bullshit? didn't have film like the idea of surveillance like what just get on your horse and go <laughs> you go. could no one you you were yeah. unsurveillable um i just mean they put certain things for a very specific reason yes. and do process in for a very specific reason. So I know our emotions want to jump to yes. the Well, point, that speaks to serve me, serve my needs, serve instant justice. My, I want my experience shown on television. I struggled with being mixed. So make, give me a hundred episodes of that. Uh, and people Ooh. go, uh, let me finish. Okay, and fine. people go, I want my moral compass to be the moral compass i want me to i was uncomfortable so therefore that's sexual assault or i that's like no or the women going i wanted uh to decide what happens to jeffrey epstein or it's like no it's the system it's not up to the victims they don't sentence him no people can't believe in the swipe culture that I can't swipe on existence. Yeah. That I can't, I can't get, uh, you know, uh, I can't just can try and I, people are furious that Louis can make a living. Furious. What do you mean he gets to make a living? Yeah. It's, he gets, he didn't break the law. Yeah. What he did was hypocritical and uncool, but he didn't, there, there were no laws broken, which is why they haven't convicted him or they haven't, they haven't accused him of anything. They, there've been no charges filed. Right. Harvey got another file charged against him today. Yeah, two. So he broke the law. He deserves the full scale of punishment. Uh, it, this, I'm, it feels controversial to say I'm for due process, which is insane. Insane. Um, but no, I am. That, I'm not going to be against that. in the Constitution. Yes. Um, I just don't think. People think, think the Constitution is like the Bible and that they are not fucking. Oh, I'm, we're gonna I'm, ignore I'm gonna that. I'm gonna covet my neighbor's fucking donkey. Relax, <laughs> like I ignore that one. I don't really like. I don't like. That. Although there Number is certain nine. with race stuff, it's like you have the right to bear arms. Black people not so fast. No, if black, um, if every black, what's that joke? If everyone black person yeah, bought a gun, it, there'd be yes, gun control laws. Yes, correct. Um, Daniel, goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Banks and Neil. Let me just start off by saying how much I enjoy the podcast. So my question has to do with. Race, and I'll try to keep it as concise as possible. That's always Surprising. a dead giveaway that a long it's note long. is coming. <laughs> 43-year-old white man married with three teenage sons lives near Fresno and Bakerfield, which is punishment enough. <laughs> uh, he I grew say. up in a fair amount of racism, and it was not uncommon to hear the N-word thrown around when referring to black folk in my hometown as a child. Still find that crazy. Uh, as I grew up, I came to understand how wrong uh, this thinking was, and I consciously worked to combat that thinking myself. Uh, that brings a situation which inspired this email. 
A few weeks ago, my family and I spent a few days in Memphis and while there visited the Civil Rights Museum at the site of the MLK assassination. At one point, while outside the building, my 13-year-old son walked away from us over to one of the video kiosks they have out front. Short time later, he told us that he looked around and felt a little uncomfortable because he had noticed that he was the only white kid in the immediate area. Well, buddy, look where you went. Um, we explained to him that it was okay and that it was uh, simply because he just was hadn't been around a lot of black folk in his life, but that people are just people and we all have uh, or we were all there for the same reasons uh to honor james earl ray kidding uh to learn about history wondering if i've done enough uh if i've done enough as a parent to expose them to other cultures and done what i need to do to help my kids be a little bit better than the generation before them when it comes to the issue of race so i guess i'm asking h and f and wbt that's how neil Phelan w how, what binky thinky fantastic abbreviation love it uh how can they be better as it relates to race? I mean, well, first of all, taking them to the to the MLK it's pretty good. exhibit's good. Apparently, it took a while for it to sink in because the kid was still afraid of black people. He was so afraid. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, even though that, that they thing is there because white people are scary. Um, right. No, meanwhile, it's funny, like the, the next letter from a black guy going like, I saw a white kid at the MLK because it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, he had a creepy look to side. He looked like a shooter. Um, I, I don't, I, I try to think of what was helpful for my um, evolution in race. And one of them was Catholic guilt. Meaning I took that shit literally where I was like, oh, we're supposed to be nice to people. We're supposed yeah. to be like nice and kind of whatever. And my brother, one of my brothers, my brother Tommy was a was an usher uh, at Wrigley Field, the Chicago Stadium, and Comiskey Park. This is in the eighties, and uh, and all, he worked with a lot of black people. And they, whenever I went down there, all the black people were fucking cool as fuck to me and really nice. My parents also had a black kid come and live with us once a week. What? Why? There's a it's the ABC program, A Better Chance. This is in like the seventies. My parents okay. had a, so I guess my parents were good in that way. I don't remember him being around, but what was the point of that? Just to see how it. I don't know this. Speci- the The program's still around, and the guy went on to have a very fruitful life. In that he's uh, he's now a professor at Northwestern. The guy that was at your house. Yes. Oh. Um. Uh. I believe Steve Rogers is his name. Um. And my parents. So that's. Oh, not overboard, but that's like for that's a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, have, yeah. they had 10 kids. They already had so <laughs> like many the, people they in the brought house. A white, they brought a black guy into a white situation that was like a low level white situation. <laughs> right. It was like, yeah, there's 10. It's like, eh, is there a better, right. is there a higher it's level of white than this? And Steve, there was. Um, <laughs> so Catholicism, exposure. And close-up exposure, like talking to... I would just talk to the ushers for a long time. There's a guy named Tony Fernandez I remember talking to for a long time um, who now thinking about his name. Maybe he was uh, Latino. Uh, <laughs> seems obvious now. Uh, no, I think he's black. Um, there's a guy named Tracy who got killed. He was in the 80s. Uh, and then sports, hip-hop, and Spike Lee. 
those are the those are the public enemy spike lee michael jordan those three and eddie eddie murphy like those four i mean it's a kind of a Superstorm. Yeah, it's like a but yeah, but yeah, and but it didn't. I but I'm really, (laughs) really small minority. Yeah, in that like it worked so obviously on me, and not on anyone else. And I don't know why. I I honestly don't know why. Who watch basketball, love sports, yes, love rap, and like have ignorant thoughts and and have ignorant are in an ignorant situation i mean just don't have I, they don't have catholic guilt of going like be kind to your brother all that shit right uh so i don't know but you see that people uh, white people want they ask me all the time like how and this is literally how can i be yeah. less racist yeah and there's no clear path I mean, is the funny thing. There is no, there is no program the way we brought the, you know what I mean? Like to help a a poor black kid get a leg up. There's no leg up for like, because they're not poor even. They're not even, white people don't want to admit it either. That's the thing. So it's. Yeah. They doubled it. They dig. This guy opened a fake email account to send this. I'm kidding. (laughs) He wanted to, he wanted to stay anonymous. No need to use my, I mean, think about it. At what point is it no longer your parents' job? You know, I don't know how much he could do at this point. I, yeah. We have a teenage son. I mean. Yeah. But I think the, 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 uh, taking them to a thing like that is I think very, great. Help, very valuable. But it, it, what it did is exploit an issue. Which is he felt uncomfortable. So there's an underlying issue that maybe taking him to museums not going to solve. Well, there's the there's the the he send him to not like a black making camp? black people into a drama. Yeah, into a sad drama. Sad drama. You know what I was actually thinking? This is why I I I the thought I had. You know how how Hamilton has an all sort of color. Oh yeah, people of color cast. Sort of. I, I had the thought driving yesterday. This is what my stupid brain does. There should be Roots with all whites. Wait, Roots, roots with... the the movie Roots, oh, roots yeah. with an all white cast. Yeah, but that's only pandering white people, so they get no, it. No, 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 yes. So that white white no, no, pe- no, 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 that's no. what I yes. was saying about white people not seeing black people as people. Yeah, that black people would go no black lives matter, and white people were like, what? <laughs> what no. do you mean they matter? That not as much as my life. Yeah, man. As much as your life. And white people don't, they see slavery as an atrocity that it's like when black people go to emergency rooms, they can't get painkillers because white people don't think black people experience pain in the same way as white people. Yeah. Uh, that's why you need a all white roots. I mean, I get it. There's so many things I think about and terrible stories I've heard that's happened to black people over the years. Um, and I'll think, if if you showed this, but happening to a white kid, it's the it's, the, it's like, the closing monologue. It's a time, time to kill. kill. Yes. yes. Now imagine if she was yeah. black. Yes. Imagine if she was white. But that what white. I'm saying is, that's what all white roots would be. But the problem is, it would be so fucking disrespectful. Of course. I know, I know, but I'm. That's the reason why I'm we don't. not. I'm not saying it to belittle black people's experience. No, no, I know. I'm 
to enlighten. It's basic. It's admitting that white people don't see black people as people. It's your your bit of if if slaves were Italian, we'd know. We ne- they never know, shut the fuck up about it. Italians would never shut the fuck up about it. We would know all the names of yep. the slaves. Yep. They would be national heroes. It would be like, you know. Yeah. I mean, James Baldwin has that. Like, the underdog is... Uh, America totally resonates with this underdog, oppressed yeah. figure. Even but when though. he's when he's black, it's like... Well, but... Uh, yeah, they're not the underdog, but they... It's it's this. They love underdog white. The people. opposite. It's the white women. You know how the the adage he was born on third and thinks he hit a triple. Um. No. It's, oh yes. That's for like rich. I do know that. For yes, it's yes, like yes, for yes, trust yes. fund kids. He I was born it. on born on third. Thinks he hit a triple. That's so good. It's the best. You're it's so one of my favorite aphorisms so ever. But I was like, thinking about it in relation to white women and really white people in general. Uh, born on third. And thinks they struck out, (laughs) like thinks like I'm I'm a victim, and this is so unfair. Born on third and mad that they're not born on home as a homer. Like, what do you? They still think that they're oppressed in some way. It's like motherfucker, you. I'm sorry to tell you, you were born on third base. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, we're born on. Yeah, you didn't strike out. You didn't, you're not, you weren't called out on strikes by a fucked up umpire. You're on third base. Stop acting like you're not. Um, And stop acting like you're winded from getting to third base because you were born there. No, here's no need to use my name. Long time. First time I listen to every episode of the champs and really, really love the direction of how Neil feel is headed. And I like how people won't say they like it. They just go like, I like what you're going toward. No, we're there. uh, like I'm us. a Southern civil rights lawyer and a student of black American political comedy. Uh, so I'm that. obviously interested in Mr. Paul Mooney. Here's my question. All caps. Who are his people from what I've heard and read? He's in the middle of a very public health decline. There was a 2016 vulture article, uh, that discussed the ways in which his team is managing access to the legend and the ways in which his health challenges have compromised his ability to do the very thing he's known for. I imagine collectively You've seen hundreds, if not thousands, of comedians over the course of their careers. Um, how you guys think about performers in obvious decline, distress, being made to perform, and what are the ways that the comedy community has could call in, calling somebody out with love, uh, and OG when the time comes, as it clearly has with Mr. Mooney. Y'all are a gift to culture, and I'm so thankful for y'all. But thank you. This guy gets it. There's nothing short. That's the right amount of compliments that were a gift to culture. I don't think that's overstating things. No, not a tad. In the slightest. Um, I saw Pryor. Dave opened for Pryor in like 93. Cool. And it was a bummer. He was in a wheelchair. He couldn't finish thoughts. It's, It's more of a... It's like helping someone walk like they're in the audience is encouraging him Mm. and i remember thinking back then like man just yeah i i what happens a lot of times in these people's situations is they don't have money yeah so they can't not perform they can't not do something to generate income uh in paul's case i don't know the specifics dave said that he saw him recently and he looked the good thing about Mooney is he's great looking to begin with. His skin's so smooth. Perfect skin. Porcelain home. He looks porcelain. porcelain. Um, 
And so Mooney's great. Like Dave said he looked great, but I don't. I think he's got. He has trouble moving. They did a thing with him at the store fairly recently. Yeah, it was like Bill Burr pre- and somebody else presents. Yeah. it was in honor of him. Yeah. so he wasn't. But I two years ago, Paul uh, Mooney came to the to the store and he performed not very long, maybe like thirty five minutes. That's not good. I mean, I worked the show; it was great. And he was he took questions from the audience, and yeah. he was funny as fuck. Yeah, and he was Mooney's ruthless. Amazing. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't at the top of his game. You can tell he couldn't do like a long set 35 minutes yeah but that's fine i don't that's good if you're good be good just do do it for the right length i'm of the mind that part of your job as an entertainer is to not remind people of death (laughs) and i believe if you go out looking like i don't mind when people get plastic surgery yeah that are in showbiz they're old i don't i have i just i yelled at will smith stop i was like you gotta color your hair <laughs> it's like because that uncle phil bungee <laughs> shit i don't like it i Let don't want to be, be reminded phil. that you're old i don't the thing i said to will and i've said this to rock as well you're daffy duck years old i don't fucking know how old daffy duck is just he's daffy duck <laughs> you're will smith years old you're chris rock years old don't remind me how old you are let me don't remind me of my mortality just Keep it showy. Give me a show. Are you afraid of mortality and of death? Of course. I don't want to die. Because there's, yeah, you do a lot of health stuff. I don't like, want to die. I want to live forever because I don't think, Bianca, I don't think there's anything after this <laughs> between you and me. I guess um, you're, you're almost the same in the opposite direction as the Jesus freak. I yes I I'm not gonna meet Jesus. You're like he, there's and, nothing after and this. And I believe so. Johnny Carson went away. Johnny Carson retired at I don't know how old he was and disappeared. He was on his boat. Oh yeah. There was one photo ever. of him and he'd gotten fat, and it was a bummer. But you had to like find it, so it was fine. Um, I believe that you should just bow. Up. I, I don't want to uh, like I don't want to get but like yeah. strokes. We know who you're talking about. Just, dude, I get that you, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably wrong about this because it's not very humane. I mean, it seems very insensitive, but yes. yes, it's a little pandering. We're like, there's one actor in particular where it's like, oh, like, It's a fucking job. bummer. Like, I'm not there for a, a pep rally. I'm not yeah. there to, I don't like the stories on HBO Real Sports about handicapped people. It bums me out. It bums me out. I don't. It just bums me out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I get bummed out staying in rooms with wheelchair access. Again, You're so funny. I, I know. Like when they have that bench and the metal <laughs> rail. I'm like, I don't want to think about. Th- I don't want to think about this. I'm. It's. I. I I'm a. I'm an elitist when it comes to mobility and and speech. I'm an elitist. Uh. So yeah. I. I. I'm not gonna. I, I'm. I, I'm like. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> I have a showbiz DNR, which is like if I if I don't look Just, good, don't put me on stage. Right. Someone around like that happened five years ago. <laughs> um, but I have a DNR with that. Don't. Don't. Uh, well, it's also you're you're there to kind of put out this image in the world of entertainment. So if it's not entertaining anymore, I mean. Yeah, it's it's not entertaining. It's it's like it, it it's enlightening 
but it's not it's just i think that part of the thing is it's like i don't want to see condoms in porn Take That's you out of it. I'm, yeah, man. No, I don't want to think about STDs. <laughs> I don't want to think about. You might as well have foreplay. Right. You might as well have them at dinner. You might as well have them like sw- meeting on an app and swiping. Hey, and then fucking real time of just waiting. I don't want to know. That's why they have montages. I don't want to see the whole training. Right, right, right. Like just fucking get on with it. And if you don't look good, I'm not there for reality. Reality. I'm surrounded by reality. Right. I'm there for some other for some some a flight of fancy. I'm like, do I bother? Does condoms bother me? It's the worst. <laughs> I don't want to see like, you know, find out about Luke Skywalker having like my calluses from the lightsaber. <laughs> I don't just I don't want to know the ins and outs. You don't just just get me the fucking <laughs> ding ding ding. I don't want to be like I have PTSD. From what? From my dad Later. cutting my arm. I don't need to see him in therapy. Just fucking be, surface. Keep surface. A, keep it shallow. Right. Real. I like things real shallow. Real shallow. Love you, hardcore feeler. Neil, you made a comment about the number of transgender people in the U.S. and how bored you are with the topic, and I'm extrapolating here, but you seem... You're, he's doing more than extrapolating, but you seem irritated by the amount of discussion there is around the topic. Tucker Carlson feels the same way about white supremacists. Quote, could fit them in a couple of football stadiums. Again, they're misquoting Tucker Carlson. Yeah. He said you could fit them in a football stadium. What are your feelings on the parallel between those two things? E.g., you both seem to have a nonchalant attitude toward the issues based on the statistics. Love and feelings. Oh, and I rated your ass as all the stars. Okay, Thank if you. you think that if I have a similar thought process to someone on the right, I'm going to abandon it. I don't you're out of your fucking mind. I don't I don't think that because you disagree with me, even the way you come to thoughts is wrong. Uh, I disagree with what your thought is, not your process. Um, Also, what Tucker Carlson would said was there's you could fit the number of white supremacists into a stadium. Therefore, they're not a problem. A hundred thousand white supremacists, violent white supremacists, are a fucking huge problem because yeah. it only takes one to kill, by recent stats, between nine and twenty people. So they are very dangerous, and they should—they are a very big issue. Transgender people are a very small number of people, and they're ta- and they're not dangerous. They're rarely in danger, and I'm not saying never, but they are sometimes they are endangered. So I think that's worth talking about, which I said last week. Right. Uh, but I think that they're taking up an inordinate amount of oxygen in the culture right now that's disproportionate to their statistics. Yeah. Um, it's a very different point than what Tucker Carlson said. Uh, he was saying that they're not a problem and that it's a hoax because there's only set between 70 and a hundred thousand of them. And I'm not saying they're a hoax and I'm not saying they're not a problem. I'm just saying they're getting a disproportionate amount of attention, uh, relative to the amount of impact they're having in the world. Also like comparing you to Tucker Carlson, he also worked for CNN and didn't say any of the shit he used to say. I mean, like, yeah, it's a bad faith. It's just, this guy's doing a bad faith argument. And if you were a real feeler, 
Real feelers. He's a real feeler. Real no. Real feelers don't make bad faith arguments. <laughs> he just wanted. A lot to, of people make bad faith. He arguments. wanted me to put him in the machine, and I put. I, you had your joy, right? You, you tum- fucking. Tumble, you got the hot dog cycle. inside my brain machine. Um. Yeah. No. It. It. It is disproportionate. It's completely disproportionate to what. I mean, to the impact so they're having sh- in the world, in the yeah, the amount of shows, let's just say yeah. on television, that are like transgender, yeah, centered, yes, out of nowhere, it's yeah. such, it's just, it's, it's, it's it, pandering, yeah. and it's, it's, re- it's fucking June, everybody going pink for yeah, breast cancer exactly. or Correct. like it's going rainbow, trans awareness, um, it's uh, again, are you transphobic? No, I'm not even the slightest bit transphobic. I phobia would re- require dealing with any of them. Right. They're so rare. It's like some of Dave's joke about Indians or Native Americans or Chris's where it's like, when's the last time you saw two Indians? Right. Fucking when's the last time you saw two like just and I live in West. I live in L.A. like you, they're just rare. I mean, I will say you, you said people. last week they're more present than they've ever been. But I just don't see the the. I just don't see why this much attention must be paid to them. I mean, I don't I, I don't mind attention being paid to them, but let's talk about their statistics. They have terrible statistics. They are they a lot of them go towards prostitution. They have they have the worst statistics in like drug abuse and abuse. They, well, they're they, not moral people. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, what you're saying is they're forced into they, yeah, because they they're fu- so they're, not accepted by even up. gay, yeah. even the yeah. gay community discriminates against them. Yeah. Because I mean, if we're going to talk about transgender people, let's talk about them. I don't, they, they have such good PR now. But it's like, yeah. no, let's talk about transgender people who are dealing with it every day to day, not. I think that's what they're bullshit. going for is what? that they're going for, hey, these people's lives are, are, are more difficult and please be mindful. Yes, that. but everything on TV is painting them. You don't want to like I. Th- whatever. What do you mean? They're whitewashing them on TV. I think so. they're not necessarily white, but they're making them a struggle. Like- but I don't think you could make you could make like an A and E show about how hard it is to be trans. Sure, you could make like I'm a drug addict. I'm because of the uh, I'm an outcast and all that. Right, stuff. right, right. It's just not very fun. That's you can have thing. old it's people not- <laughs> on there, you gross people, people with diff- diff- no jaw, right. Slurred speech, <laughs> wobbly. You, this sounds like a heck of a show, no, Bianca. That's okay. You're right. They are whitewashing it, and they need to be real with this. Um, hey, Neil, Bianca, I have a question regarding dating older people. Neil, I know you've mentioned that you have dated girls much younger than you before. Much. On a previous episode, I remember both of you and Bianca saying that whenever you date a younger girl, you cannot bring them around adults or justify that to your friends. How do you explain a large age gap in a relationship to friends and family? Does it feel does it just feel right so the explanation isn't a concern bianca have you ever dated an older or younger man i'm 23 years old and i'm not opposed to dating someone older but i wonder how i would explain that situation i'm an old soul (laughs) they always are aren't they um uh, have always had older friends and even study aging you don't have to do that what uh i'm not an ageist or opposed to this scenario just interested in your experiences with this thanks for your time uh, you go first since you have more experience. Uh, I well, in terms of explaining to my family, <laughs> I don't explain jack anyone, shit to, to my anyone. family. They, I, my family just accepts me as like kind of Hollywood Neil, like just Neils in this other world, as Neil. and and just hit them up for John Mayer tickets, yeah, and and Trevor tickets and Dave tickets. I also and, don't think you. <laughs> there's more tickets. 
Uh, Trevor, Dave, Mayor. Like, to the point where Mayor's going to have to say something soon. <laughs> like, hey. Like, hey, man. Like, my, <laughs> in my knee. Too many Brennans. Yeah, it's like, I love doing it, but, and I'm sure he's happy to do it, but I just feel bad. Um, do, I don't see you explaining yourself to anybody, to be perfectly no. honest. So. Well, I, as hard ass as, about as that, I am. that, if you believe in a girl that you're rocking with, you're not going to be like, huh, I hope, like, uh, Chrissy is cool. Like, you're not. Yeah. Uh, it's also. I don't, it's like, come hang out with us, man. Yeah. You want to see how it is? Like, I, I'm the one who has to do it. <laughs> right. So, so is, does it offend you? I don't, also my family doesn't have a pot to piss in, in terms of relationships and behavior. <laughs> They're the last people that should be like, I have an idea. I'm like, stop it. What about your friend circle? <clears throat> friends. Circle. Friend circle. Do, um, you, do you think twice? Like, ooh, she looks no. I, with that, it's more of an intelligence level, like don't and uh, don't bring a dud around. Right. Just don't bring a dud around, and that I that I get that I'm just I don't want to bring a dud around. Like, so um, that's the that's the requisite is that they be presentable in an in intelligence. On an intelligence level. So and it's, also, he, it's I don't want to put my friends through having to talk to a girl right. about how she just signed up for a, an improv class for the right. first time. Like, I'm just not going to do that to my friends. So, if you're dating a younger girl, you make sure she's... I keep her, I keep her hidden. <laughs> no. Keep her in, in, in her room. <laughs> Bad baby. Um, but Bad Bobby. Bad Bobby. Uh, <laughs> um uh. I've dated older guys and younger guys. Older guys, eh, not as fun. Older is not as fun? They're better and more secure. I guess it depends on how old. I've been on dates with like a few older guys just because it's like, for sure, you think, no problem. Yeah. Go on a date with an old guy. Eh. Yeah. A lot of old guys, I don't know. You start wondering like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Also. I know. I mean, not you. You no, look no. young. You're youthful. But there's like old guys. I don't know. Sometimes I'm culturally doesn't... pretty youthful. Yeah. The good news is I was always ahead of my time. Right. Me, so now and you I can... don't say that in a way that. I remember. I went on a date with a girl whose brother was in the Beastie Boys. Right. And Ooh. she was like, Neil, you strike me as the kind of person who says yo. And I was like, <laughs> What? I am. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and but what like you... what what? How was that? That's so really was your brother. Funny. But it was I I was such an outlier. The so like white girls understanding of hip hop now, just the basic Tenfold. in the in the in the in the water collective wisdom about hip uh, black culture was uh was not available no now much now it's completely expected right but But back then it was what it was very much a guy thing to listen to rap and hip-hop in terms of like white culture yes and so like i i was an anomaly in that way and so now now i'm like okay you caught up to my level of you've been out here doing it for I've years been here. i've been the out beginning here. of I was time on, i posted that all that clip last week <laughs> yeah. i've been out here so 
for me. I did a sketch with Coolio. Go fuck yourself. Older guys, younger guys. I don't know. Girls, just it, it can't be too old. It can't be too young. That's my opinion. I know girls, though, definitely have daddy issues that love really old guys. Is it my job as a daddy, daddy. to daddy notice it and, and ward against it? If That's what issues. I wonder sometimes as a guy. I think is, if it's functional, then it doesn't fucking matter. But if it's enabling a bad habit or something. Because how much of someone's issue should you try to solve? Right. If it prevents the functionality of the relationship. I remember I had a girlfriend who like who wanted me. She wanted to have three ways and she wanted me to fuck other women. And I was like, hey, this is not based on a healthy thing. Just so you're clear. So fucking funny. It was I had to intervene like this is not coming. This is coming from a place of. If someone wants to cuck themselves, right? should you intervene? Should you do a cuck intervention and say, I'm not <laughs> going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I just depends. If a girl on- has daddy issues, should I, as a 45 year old man say, you can't do this. I won't allow it. Well, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. Uh, as a father figure. I think you, I think if it starts making you feel uncomfortable, then it's, probably going too far yeah i also don't think girls like me because i seem old do you know what you i mean like I, I know but that's what oh, i mean oh, like you don't get, i dated you don't a girl fall into the old, yeah i old. dated a girl who we dated for a sec and then she dated a guy who was 55 and she goes i gotta say there's a big difference between 55 and 45 yeah and that's now i gotta worry about that the next 10 years, I got to get... You got to lock something down. my shots. Yeah, you got to lock something down. Um, no, but I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to... I'm not playing the fear game. I know you're not, but uh, come on. So I don't know what advice I would give other than take it case by case. Case by case. Because there's very mature young guys. The girl that I girls. dated who was younger than me, yeah. the long-term one, I shouldn't... The problem is they just don't know where they are in life. Wait, and what were you going to say? I shouldn't. I was going to say I shouldn't have dated her. It's just too, it's too, it's too severe thing to say. Yeah, that's um, harsh. Because I don't think you think her I reasoning. Have- ultimately, her psychological reasoning for dating me were wrong, and I wish I'd known it before. But they were more based on career than they were based on age. Age was part of it, but it was also a career. So, like you could help her? Ultimately, yeah. So, that must not feel good. It was. Does it come with the territory? It's or is uh, it- not even. I, it just, I should, usually I can tell, but she was convinced, she had convinced herself that it wasn't true. So, I tried to support her lie. <laughs> you were just, I just support her lie. So but that must happen to you. I feel like that's the risk you, in particular, I can you, suss you it out pretty quickly. Like that girl that wanted to pick your brain. Yeah. And you're like, I can suss it out. I gotta go. And then go, eh, all right. Not like I'm opposed to, you just don't want to be a type. I can date an older guy, for example, not too much older, like a little bit older. But I always think if you're whatever you're with, you're like, I do that if you're still gonna look at another type that's more your type and kind of wish oh that's more comfortable for me like don't 
It's, yeah, you can't. You have to really like be into it. Yeah, you can't just be like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And if like somebody's you were saying, like, that like attracted to older people, it's it's it goes to the to the thing of of homophobia of like I don't like that you're attracted to that mm. or any any judgment on what someone's attracted to now in we're we're civilized and sophisticated and we don't chastise it in any way unless it's pedophilia right right but that one every girl i know like ali wong and wit they all want me to date someone around their age oh yeah they because they think that that's the problem and i'm like ali that's not the problem the problem is me i don't like the the <laughs> the, the the user agreement so you were just physically, obviously, but that's your physical attraction to young youth, more youthful looking women is just. No, it's not. I don't even, I was never attracted. I always liked older women. I was an old soul. Then what's your, um, <laughs> what's the issue? Uh, I was an old soul. And then at, at a certain point I died You're and so I have, now I'm a can... dead soul. Um, uh, the, no, I, it's a case by case. I don't, I'm not, I don't So you don't think, have a like, gotta be. No, um, I really don't. Like, I don't have any... You'd date a 45-year-old if she was, like, smart. Yes. Like, if you were attracted to her, yeah. that wouldn't deter you. in a second. Okay. It would be... People would like it better if I did. Yeah. People... It, everyone else would like it better. Yes. It's in my best social interest to date someone age-appropriate. But you don't give a fuck about that. I don't... I don't... I never did nothing. I never done nothing right. <laughs> I never played by your rules, old man. I cut dropped Ooh. out of college, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'd start, start... I'm Benjamin Button. I do everything backwards. Um. All right, we did it. I two think. hours and some, two and change. <laughs> it's a long two and one. Change. Uh, rate it. Subscribe it. Subscribe. Email. We email like it. it. How Neil Feel Gmail dot com. Love it. Send. Tell Bianca if you want to send her a gift at How Neil Feel. God damn it. Um, it could be anything, even weirder. Um, what else do we need people to do? Oh, we need them to... We need graphics always. Graphics, more segment. We need some new... I feel like we're... We need some we need segment a, graphics. We need a new round of music. Send Daniel some drops. Some drops. Help him out. That aren't us. Short. Keep them two to three seconds. You understand? All right. Uh, see you next week. You guys are great. Yeah.